why don't we go ahead and start the show? Looks like we're all ready. I'm sure I mean, more people will show. I guess so. I guess we could do I guess, it. I guess we can do a show. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I've got my buttons here. I'm going to hit button. Here we go. You hit that button. Welcome to the Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind the Witcher games, show, and books. Witchers, welcome back to the Witcher Lorecast. This is your host, Tom. Or robots. You can call me either of those. I'm cool with both. And I'm here with Toasty or... You don't have an or. Nobody knows what your actual name is. Or Toasty. Maybe that is your actual name. Maybe your mom named you Toasty. That'd be weird. That would Although, be. But I mean, I'm you and, and Genesis know my actual name. We're the only two people because, in the entire world. Yep. The only people mm-hmm. in all of existence. Yeah. And, which is weird because you're married. It's not like your wife knows your real name. She calls you Toasty too, which is super yeah. strange. Hey, look, she's fine with it. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, welcome back to the Witcher Lorecast. Um, we're, we're not going to talk about names the rest of the show because we've got another super cool episode to get into toasty it says here in the show notes that we are talking about banard is that like band-aids no bernard 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 yeah saint bernards we're talking about dogs today i figured you know people would love to listen to us talk about dogs yeah kinds of dogs (laughs) you might think that we're talking about like good good boys that are there to you know be your best friend but saint bernard's in the world of the witcher are dangerous monsters yeah so we're doing another bestiary episode yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh now that we're done with the weird dumb dumb jokes um what are we actually talking about Uh, so we're, we're talking about we're talking about uh, the Bannard Academy for Sorcerers. Oh, oh. Where they send all the... I was going to say the good little boys, but that's just not true. They just they just send boys there. They send boys there to learn how to, how to do magic stuff. So it's gender exclusive to, yes. to males. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Well, I have a feeling we're also going to badmouth a certain uh, male sorcerer. A bit mm-hmm. on this episode, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Let's try again more. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so let's get into it. Where do we start? So we start with uh, the uh, sort of the creation of the the magic schools. So the first organized school of magic that trained both sorcerers and sorceresses was located at Mirth. So it was co-ed school was the first one. Hmm. Uh, Aratuza and Bernard were came after that. Uh, Aratuza, of course, being the one for uh, females only. Right. And then uh, Bernard being male only. That's the one that we see a lot of in the show because we yes. watch uh, Yennefer and her upbringing in the school and Tessaia and yeah. her is a very uh, central location to or, there, or in the Witcher story. Right. We'll definitely be seeing it again. Yeah, it's down on the coast north of Sintra. On the Isle of Thaned. Right. Yep. Right. So, um, following the scorching of Mirth by uh, Falka's troops, the surviving male staff of Mirth moved to Banard around the 1150s uh, after Gerhart died during the Thaned coup, which is a future event. Um, mm. 
future as far as the show goes in the show uh, in the show time <clears throat> yeah the position of the academy's rector was transferred to Doragare. what a name <laughs> yeah also i'm not a big fan of the word rector it sounds too much like something else uh, it's you this, know this is words they do words <clears throat> as words go yeah, i mean to be fair Doragare is kind of an ass well very okay maybe that's why maybe, maybe that's the specific reason mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> the rectum um, yes mm -hmm. yep uh banard is a sorcerer's academy dedicated to teaching male students about magic as well as one of the major seats of power for the brotherhood of sorcerers since the fall of mirth during falca's rebellion it is often considered the inferior magic school in comparison to Artusa. So, yeah, so the, <laughs> the sorceresses are a bit more uh, powerful, a little bit more high. Yeah, so they esteem. actually test this. They do, they do like kind of competitions or just like look at the results between students of Artusa and students of Banard. And uh, the women always seem to come out on top as far as results. So I'm cool with women being on top. Wow, that didn't sound. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I actually don't think you meant to phrase it that way, but <laughs> I mean, I'm all I'm pro feminist. Like, I'm cool with like anyway, or I'm, both. I'm fine with both. <laughs> both connotations both of that, are, that phrase. Both, both interpretations. <laughs> with <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> It is located outside the city of Bernard, uh, inside. Jeez, uh, words are hard. Words inside are hard. the walls of an ancient, abandoned elven palace, it is reinforced by its own set of walls as long as well as those of the palace that were there prior, mm -hmm. and sits upon an ancient tomb. It has a garden that blends directly into the forest surrounding it. <clears throat> Toasty, have you ever had the opportunity to travel and see like castles and things in real life? Unfortunately, no. The remains of stuff. Uh, it, a few years ago, I was fortunate enough to be able to go to Europe and see some, like the remains of of some things. And because here in the United States, for anybody who's an international listener, we in the United States don't have a whole lot of historical buildings older than say the last hundred years, depending on where you I live. Have, but not in like the Europe European. Okay. Style. I've been so like, to China, so oh, I've wow. been to the Forbidden City, okay. the Great Wall, the Summer Palace. Okay, so you have a sense obviously of that. Yeah. a lot different than like the right. European architecture, right? <clears throat> well, one of the cool things, like uh, when I got to visit London, is that you still see the remnants of the old city walls, like through the middle of the city. Like you can be just traveling down a road or walking somewhere, and you come across the remnants of a big old, you know, stone. <laughs> what well, used to be fortification and it's just kind of there in the middle of the city nobody's moved it it's just kind of there um so that, that's kind of the picture i have when i think about a place like bernard is that you have the remnants of the old walls which are probably pretty busted up and old looking but still work as walls as long as they're enclosing something and then you have the new uh palace and fortress yeah. it, it probably has <clears throat> if we were to take the show's example uh that they did like when they went to that elven like monument or during or during season two like that but then kind of surrounding it is a bit more like 
human architecture Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. a lot more like standard as far as like walls go and like supplementing with with things so it's probably a strange like amalgamation of like elf and human right and then ancient and then maintained modern or at least modern for their time sections yeah yeah it's kind of a cool combination we don't get a lot of that in the united states Uh, our buildings just aren't that old so Hmm. okay cool cool all right so the student base consists of a diverse group from illegitimate children of nobility uh, to abandoned orphans found dying on the street tuition runs at an annual 1200 novigrad crowns so that's per year dear god that's um, i mean that's a lot right like that's <laughs> like a, a loaf of sure bread and crowns are like the highest form of currency in the the witcher universe too mm. like so yeah it's expensive like you're getting like let's let's imagine this is the equivalent of paying for a haircut how many haircuts would that buy this is my standard Probably of measurement for money, <laughs> just in general. Like, you know, like standard measurement on the internet for like showing an item and an item at scale is a banana. This is my like money at scale. I'm guessing this is probably the equivalent of several thousand haircuts. Probably. That'd be my guess. I'm actually, I'm actually curious because I know that you can get a haircut in Novigrad. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's so, true. In, in The Witcher 3. So now I want to know how much does a haircut cost in The Witcher Three? Does anybody how know? How much does it cost? Or maybe we should here. I'll look it up. You keep talking. Ten crowns. Ten crowns. Okay, so and that's five like for a beard. So that's one hundred and twenty haircuts of haircuts. That's a lot of haircuts. A Most people don't get more than say. I mean, even if you get a haircut every month, that's only twelve <laughs> in a year. That's a lot of haircuts. Hmm. Hmm. So. <laughs> the switching bed that's how much a haircut cost me i've been cutting my own hair because of covid and then i just stopped wanting to go pay for them and have to sit in a chair where somebody talks at me so so none my haircuts are free <laughs> yay anyway <laughs> moving on uh with the Oh, sorry. With the price of education having been agreed upon by both Bernard and Artuza, so this is actually an agreement of like how much they would charge for tuition, and they adhere to that agreed upon price of twelve hundred crowns. <clears throat> uh, Bernard maintains a bargain of unlimited credit in the Cianfinelli Bank, as well as accepting tuition payments from the Vivaldi Bank. Um, which I'm sure I'm sure there's probably a lot of student loans because like they accept people like children found on the street. Mm-hmm. Those children can't afford to pay tuition off the gate. No. So like, I'm sure student loans are like a big thing. <laughs> yeah. The real world problems here in the Witcher. Yeah. 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 They don't ever talk about the real world. <laughs> um, they also have an exchange program in place with the Oxenford Academy. Um, it's just to like, as far as expanding like knowledge and stuff like that, because I don't, the Oxenford Academy isn't specifically magic based, but I'm sure they have, uh, they're, I can't remember properly. They like, wasn't, it wasn't the arts kind of big thing over there too. I know. I, Maybe. I, yeah. Um, 
I, uh, I don't know. I, can't, I, can't I don't remember. remember uh, yeah, somebody's yelling at their radio right now. Like, oh yeah, totally. oh, this is what I know, you idiots. Why didn't you ben, yell at us? Uh, yeah. You're doing it, yeah. probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, students are to obey their elders, fully commit until they achieve the rank of fourth degree master. So you'd like you can't pause halfway through your education. Like you, you're in you got to stay to do it uh, and follow a strict order of rules, though not as strict as Artuza, which maybe that's why Artuza has better results. Maybe. Yeah. It seems like the, if all the teachers are like to say it, then they've also got some really, really strict, like scary teaching going on. And maybe that, oh, yeah. maybe that instills a certain level of a competency, competence, competency in those that actually make it to that status and don't turn into you know, fish slugs and get thrown in the magic water. Uh, an example of one such rule is that all magic is restricted to classrooms and violation of the rule results in a temporary anti-magic field being placed upon the student. She can't use magic at all wow. for a little bit. All right. So it's like, don't, don't do magic outside of your classroom. Okay. Don't break the rules. Don't break the rules. So they're not allowed to do magic anywhere outside of the school. So it's kind of like Harry Potter. Yeah. But like you can still, but like you can do magic at, like in Harry Potter, like outside of classrooms and stuff. Like you can like, well, you don't want to get caught can, doing it. See, it's, I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Like if, yeah. if, if you're doing, if you're walking around like, like, Harry, Ron, and Hermione doing stuff they're not supposed to, then yeah, you don't want to get caught, but like turning muggles into frogs. You like practice spells and stuff. Like, I mean, how often do you imagine Neville practices spells? Right, right. Privately. He wasn't good at them, but he probably still practiced a lot. Yeah. Well, Neville got badass by the end. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's no argument on that, but but at the beginning, beginning, (laughs) he he learned how to do Expelliarmus in. It was a rough start. fifth book (laughs) not great (laughs) yeah it's a rough start um yeah so okay so but can they practice outside the school or or not is it more of just like a a total ban on magic well so they can do it after they graduate i believe but not as students you you uh you like you gotta stick in for the full 12 year curriculum (laughs) because that's how long it is wow Um, wow even though the rules weren't as strict as other places, some of the students weren't cut out for this environment. Um, so, so a lot of the students who passed the entrance exam ended up being too lazy or unintelligent um, to succeed at the, the curriculum that was set. Uh, generally nobles, um, as far as mm. the laziness goes. Uh, <clears throat> and maybe the unintelligence. Uh Nobles, <laughs> nobles were lucky, however, because if they weren't cut out and, and were expelled from the school, they could generally find jobs in like the military or police, uh, policing forces, stuff like that. So they actually had somewhere to go. Lower class students who were uh, expelled generally had to resort to a life of crime in order to get by or uh, find perhaps find a different sorcerer that like wasn't attached to the school. Like there's some, I mean, kind obviously there's some out there like yeah. wandering around and whatnot and hope to continue their education and, and get lucky that way. Um, uh, however, uh, the, 
the Kaidwin Secret Service uh, usually waited just outside the school for said expelled students so that they could uh, get new recruits. So wait, so they took the like they took the ones who weren't good enough to make it through the program as just like, well, we'll we'll take you because at least you have some magic ability. Yeah, it's it's, it's, just, it's hilarious. It's just like yeah. just like chilling on like the outside wall and just like someone walks out of the gate with their back and they're like, hey, they look all you want to join the Kaidwin Secret Service? Right. Right. They're, yeah, they're, sure, I, I guess. They I got, got their, nothing else to do. <laughs> they got their backpack, their heads kind of slumped down and they're walking out like kicking kicking the, the dirt as they go like and they're like, Hey kid. You look like you're bummed out. How about an opportunity? <laughs> well, I mean, imagine also because like the the sorcerers, like they they are faithful to the brotherhood genu- generally. Mm-hmm. So like getting the expelled, like they don't have any loyalties, so they can guarantee loyalty to Kaidwin and only Kaidwin, because um, I'm sure they uh, they don't want to like have someone who's got split loyalties and may end up siding against them at some point yeah that makes sense secret service is like the people that like protect the royalty like you need them to be loyal to the royalty and that is all so yeah you've got one job buddy Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. (laughs) i mean i guess if if like if you're the nobility then you've got probably connections they can pull some strings get you some other job somewhere else but if you were one of those uh, kids that just came from nothing, then at least you got an opportunity. I'm sure a lot of them took it because there wasn't a lot else out there. Dathan uh, chat says U.S. Army type beat. Like, unfortunately, that's why a lot of people sign up for the army because they just don't have a, other opportunities. It's mm-hmm. not because it's their first choice necessarily. For some people it is, but for some people it's just that's just what they got. That's what they could get. So that's what they took. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that was a consideration that I made whenever I was in high school. Yeah. And then, yeah, I had a lot of friends who signed up and and did stuff. Uh, One of my best friends, uh, when I was in high school, ended up in the Navy. And then after three years, got out as soon as he could and went and did something else because it just wasn't for him. Mm -hmm. It it happens. Yeah. That wouldn't be me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I feel like you and authority wouldn't, wouldn't go well together. I'm not great. (laughs) That's, that's the thing I had to come to terms with. I was like, I would not be able to do this properly. (laughs) This would be bad. Yeah. This would be real bad. We'll tell you what, why don't we take a break and thank our patrons and then we'll come back. What are we going to talk about when we get back from the break? Uh, we're going to talk more about, uh, what their, uh, curriculum entails uh and then we're going to talk about some of the the people some of the people that notable members yeah notable members this will be cool all right don't go anywhere we'll be right back very well let us get this over with something has infested my vineyard Mm -hmm. great let me go prepare my something oil then All right, here we are in the middle of the show. We don't have any new patrons this week, but we do want to say thank you to all 15 of you, including Ben of Tamaria and Bane, the hospital guy, our higher vampire tier five, <laughs> tier five uh, members. Thank you so much. If you guys have been enjoying the show, if we've if we're helping you get through your work day, your w- drive to work, your workout, or maybe you're super bummed out because you got kicked out of like a magic school and they tried to 
hire you for secret service, then go to patreon.com slash Witcher Lorecast. You can get ad free episodes. You can get T-shirts. You can join us on future episodes of the show. There's a bunch of other stuff as well. Go check that out. See if there's anything you'd like. And we would really appreciate the support. So thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are absolutely the best. Also, we don't have any new reviews this week either. It's been kind of a slow week. So if you want to help us out, we would love for you to just take a, a minute of your time to go to Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, you can still search, just Google it. You'll find it. You can log in, leave us a five-star rating with some words. We'll read out your words on a future episode of the show in order to say thank you to you. Also, if you listen on Spotify, you can drop us a five-star review on Spotify as well. I haven't checked the number recently, Toasty. I 225, know. I checked today. 225? We're at 225, five-star. Wow. Well, they're not... I don't know what the majority we're at a 4. majority nine rating overall. So yeah. pretty high. <laughs> Most right. of them are Man, that's star. awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. That really does help us show up more in search. Um, so thank you, man. We were one of the original goals was 250 ratings. Um, and that wasn't with, with like the money goal for Patreon would also have gotten you to dye your hair. So we're, we're yeah. actually pretty close to that. I don't think you're going to dye your hair again, though. It I'm seems not. to me that that is not a thing mm, that you will ever I do refuse. again. refuse. <laughs> Yeah. So but thank you to everybody who takes the time to help support the show. Even just sharing it with your friends. We really do appreciate it. All right. Let's move on with the rest of the show. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's on you now. Right. Yeah. So uh, during the mid break, we got a lot of comments from chat, um, including two girls. One ship was kicked out of magic school. I feel so bad for you. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> we have uh, Blixa. The cat says, I have two more listening to the show. They love it. Thanks you Blixa. That's awesome. And then Ben of Tamaria says, haha, we need a new goal for toasty. All right, guys, we'll start brainstorming what you think another goal would be, and we, we can add it to the Patreon. See, look, I'm more than willing to get a Witcher tattoo, okay? That but would be cool. That would be I'd cool. rather get a tattoo than dye mm-hmm. my hair again. How, yeah. how awful is that? Yeah, I still need to get a Fallout tattoo and an Elder Scrolls tattoo from those Patreons because I haven't done it yet, partly because, well, COVID happened, but then partly because I just haven't found a design I really want yet. But... Man, we could shoot for like a $500 a month goal. And if we get that, mm-hmm. maybe you and I both get tattoos. That would be cool. I'm down with it. That'd that, cool. Is that the goal? Is that the goal we're setting now? I mean, I think that's a pretty solid goal, right? Like yeah. we split that $500 that pays for tattoos, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe you guys could send us some design ideas. I don't know who's who's good at art, but if you got some ideas for some tattoos, send them to us. We'd love to see them. Um, so yeah, that would be, that'd be awesome. Uh, all right. I'm, I am cool with, I am cool with user design tattoos, but I have the right to veto anything that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, Toasty is going to put the tattoo on his face. It's going to be no face. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Not a face tattoo. No. Okay. Not a face tattoo. tattoo, Tom. No, I was just volunteering you for it. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I do not consent to this. <laughs> I will never be employed ever again. <laughs> anyway, so let's. Is, uh, I, don't know, you, I feel like violated here. I'm just going to quit. No, no. I give up. I'm done. Uh, all right, let's move on with the uh, the episode. So, what else? What else is there about the whole education system going on here at the school? Uh, so the, as I said before, the twelve year education program begins with subjecting the students to the gm batista and becker tests wow um, i i couldn't actually really like i 
they just had names, but mm-hmm. I didn't know exactly what they were. Jim Batista. So, he's uh, Jim he, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy, actor, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was named after him. I, I, you know, I, it's, I, I'm gonna, I feel like I gotta look it up one more time and just see if I can find it. Well, who knows? Cause hmm. I want to know what they are too. Like what exactly? Yeah. Oh. That's, oh, 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 doing research the during the show. It's a name. Right. It's, it, clearly those are named after people. That seems like last name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, it doesn't describe what the test is. It just says that was his name. Yeah, but damn, back in the first landing, old dude. Um, hmm. But it is used to determine uh, the magical branches best suited for each adept. So you know the purpose of them. Generally, uh, the subjects taught are many, including uh, meteor- meteorological. God, meteorological meteor- magic. Meteor. So, so that's like say that word. That's like what? That's like summoning. It's like weather. It's like weather. Oh, magic. it's not like summoning meteors. I don't think so now. Because that would be I'm, really cool. There's no, a spell I, in like Final Fantasy three or something called Meteo. That was the first time it showed up in the game. It was a big deal. I mean, Thanos has meteor <laughs> summoning magic. He, he did pull a moon at Tony Stark. That's true. <laughs> and he was very upset about it. <laughs> um, pyrokinesis, uh, which... Uh, fire magic and, and generally is frowned upon practicing mm. um tyromancy and necromancy tyromancy that's like Ty- being a tyrant probably the I magic mean, we of know there's ty- a lot tyranny. of tyranny we know there's a lot of them there's a form of <laughs> what 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 I didn't look this up before. This tyromancy is a form of magical divination which features the use of cheeses and their gradual maturing. It's cheese divination. Oh, that's what? amazing. That's almost like phrenology, but with cheese instead of people's heads. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm sorry. I should have looked that up before. Right. Tyromancy, uh, is- a form of magical divination which features the use of cheeses and their gradual maturing. Different aspects such as the depth of the cheese, the type of mold, and the scent can help predict different things. That's amazing. It, it's that's probably got to be like the smelliest kind of magic that you can get into. Also, I bet like, a bunch of tyromancers are just like overweight because they're probably just eating cheese all the time. They just well, I mean, they, they got their 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 sorcerers. They do the same stuff, kind of as like. They change their appearances too, like sorceresses do. They but then they have to like, for like do it over and over, right? They got to like they like they get fat and then they change so. their appearances over I don't again. Think so. They don't, I don't think, think that so. consuming lots of cheese would alter the appearance that they went for. I don't, I don't, I don't think so because it's like pretty oh. strong. Like it just keeps know. them fit. Yeah, I mean, like I imagine that like the 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 women over at. Uh, Artusa aren't exactly like starving themselves and like that's probably true that's probably true um, hmm. uh, but uh, necromancy is uh, like an exclusive uh, type of magic taught at Banard because it's banned everywhere else by the Brotherhood um, weird yeah I imagine because so this is my logic behind it is I would I would teach the subjects 
at my school that I would want them to like be careful of. Like, right, as like a, like, a I warning thing, like teaching the dark arts, the concept of yeah. necromancy, so that you could know the bad things that it would it could do mm-hmm. and why you shouldn't practice it. Right, not how to do it and use it for personal gain. Yeah, like, like it, directing the focus uh, around like the dangers of it. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, that makes sense. One praised necromantic feat was accomplished by Paranon, who as a fifth grade apprentice reanimated an entire cemetery and sent it to war. That's pretty badass. It's a pretty good example of like, <laughs> you shouldn't do this. <laughs> like, like, but oh my God. Like, but if you really need an army. Years, if five <laughs> years out of 12. Yeah. And he was, he was like, like bam, cemetery. I mean, if you really need an army in a pinch, then pulling a bunch of skellies and zombies out of the ground in a cemetery it's probably helpful yeah, probably but like oof, uh, <laughs> oof. <laughs> uh, studies of necromancy aside the academy has boundaries on it and delving too much into the subject could result in expulsion yeah. so they do uh, generally prohibit at least uh, an aspect of it so that you don't I guess, raise a cemetery and use it to attack the school or something. Or become um, a lich and then try to suck the life out of everybody around you. Yeah. It would also be really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not a good idea. Hmm. Like Risberg staff. Uh, I, can't remember. I know we've mentioned it in the past Risberg being where they uh, did lots of like magical experiments and where they created the first witchers. Um, mm. The learned men of Bernard dabbled in experiments uh they would even also in the older days they would tutor sources uh with magical potential so like siri people like siri people like siri so they tutored siri people Uh, (laughs) there was some serious tutoring that's a good one i give you i give you quota for that um (laughs) and even experimented uh, uh on them to determine their their unique capabilities um and now after they have become quite rare uh they focus more on schooling and trolling which is like mm, not not great not great because we all know what the uh we know what to expect with people wanting to control siri and make her do things for certain ends, like mm, it's not great. Um, I don't think she's down with that. Yeah, they it's even just a gut uh, feeling. Yeah, they even did a lot of experimenting on uh, Eberhart of Rivia. I got another. I got another of Rivia when it was discovered that he had like lycanthropy, and they decided to do experiments on him uh, until he fled because I'm sure he was tired of being experimented on. But he was he was a fourth he was a fourth grade student at the time yeah so he was like yeah, a were like, kid mm-hmm. werewolf yeah kid wolf not even Tiny. teen wolf kid wolf a, a terrier <laughs> a terrier a terrier <laughs> is that what he turns into i, I don't i don't like kids turn just, into like dogs instead of actual full-blown wolves maybe maybe, maybe. that's just that's just like i think because uh with with this current campaign of critical role they have a gnome character who can turn into a werewolf uh-huh. and it's like you're, you're a gnome 
So you're he's like, like a little dog. You're like under right. four feet. Right. What is a werewolf that size look like? <laughs> right. I gotcha. Like, is this the equivalent of that little like death claw that you find in old world blues? Mm, like, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a little and, guy. And the yellow arch spore uh, was also uh, believed to have been cultivated here as a result of these experiments. So uh, a lot of experimentation, uh, a lot of dabbling with magics that generally are prohibited elsewhere. So it's uh, interesting. They seem to like to live on the edge. Like Aerosmith. Living on the edge. That was, Fair. A, that was an Aerosmith song. Don't think I've heard it. Living <laughs> on the edge. Yeah, it was, it was during their 90s like resurgence in popularity. Oh, well, yeah. I was barely was one of those. alive in the 90s. It was, it was so. one of those songs that got played way too much on the on the radio. So, oh, fair enough. Yeah. All right, so uh, we've got a, a list of notable members here. Yes. We might recognize so some of these, huh? For, for, the, uh, for the instructor category, uh, we have Gerhardt of Ale, uh, 12th century to 1267. He was the oldest living mage until the coup on Thaned. Uh, so he was, he was very old, very experienced. He was the first chancellor, which I believe is there, I guess, like the person who runs the school, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in charge dude. Yeah. Uh, then after he, uh, died, it was passed on to Dorgary, uh, from 1267 to we, uh, he probably maybe still alive. Actually, um, he is a Sidarian mage. Uh, you might recognize his name from uh, the the story with the dragon, mm. uh, because he was involved in that that group. He was a mage, accompanied them um, in hunting for the dragon. Uh, so interesting, interesting dude. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, tutors. So we have Martin uh, Rec Verlin. Uh, who is the vice chancellor for student affairs? Uh, then we got Marcellus, the dean. Marcellus Wallace. Do you know the reference? No. Pulp Fiction. Pulp, the guy in Pulp Fiction, Marcellus Wallace. Oh. He was like the the bad dude, the gang leader guy with a band. Didn't he with like band aid on the back of his neck? I don't know. Do you ever see Pulp Fiction? No. I think I have, but I cannot remember it it's, at all. Yeah. Well, the movie's all jumbled up. The timeline is all messed up, so it's a little weird. But uh, yeah, uh, Marcellus Wallace. When I when the, hear the name Marcellus, I think of Pulp Fiction. And then we got uh, Jock and Brandt, specialist in post-conjunctive species. Fancy title for the monster expert. Yeah, uh, because monsters didn't exist pre-conjunctive, so this is only things that occurred later. Would that also is- include humans? No. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's technically, just, expert, just the human expert. <laughs> technically, they're a post-conjunctive species. That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm sure that they don't think of it that way, though. Um, Probably not. Moving on to uh, the students. Uh, so we have we have some names here. Uh, I'm just going to list. I'm not going to I'm not going to explain every one of them, but you may recognize some of these mm-hmm. or one of these. Um, for the alumni, we got uh, Abelard of Hag, uh, Aramis, Detmold, Istrid, Paranon, and Vidar Holgerson. So Istrid uh, is the, the good one of the group, at mm-hmm. least the one that we're most familiar with. Definitely the one we're most familiar with. Yeah, we 
as we know from the show, he attended Bannard uh, and then moved on to study any and all things monoliths mm-hmm. um, because he was obsessed with monoliths right. and had no other priority in his life except for monoliths. Do you think like, um, that's the equivalent of like buying a sports car in the Witcher universe is an obsession with monoliths in that both of them are making up for a lack of a certain male body part? Being Maybe monoliths are phallic in shape. Maybe. Might be. <laughs> Might be, because they can't Might buy be. a race car. So Might a be. sports car. Uh, uh and then for our removed people, you might recognize or you'll probably recognize more of these names than the other ones. Uh we got Ryans. Bum bum bum. Hazar Javid. Which also deserves a bump, bump, bump. bump, bump, bump. I don't, should I do it for all? He's from The Witcher One. He's a he's the one that stole the Witcher mutagens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lockhart, Nicodemus Talbot, uh, Crash Course, Igor Desad, who died, uh, Julius Ben Gav, who left, and Everhart of Rivia, who fled because they were experimenting on him while he had lycanthropy and he didn't want to deal with that. Um, so, can't blame I, him. <laughs> I was realizing like a, a correlation between wolves and of Rivia. So, we Maybe. got Geralt, who's the white yeah, wolf, and right. then we got this guy who was a werewolf. I wonder if there's symbolism there in like the town or. The, the country the country i guess it's, it's a, a country, whole right? ass it's a whole yeah. ass place yeah i wonder um, what i wonder what their flag is like their symbol i wonder if that has a wolf in it we're gonna do some research again while doing the podcast oh, yeah. this is the best thing rivia rivia no it's rivia. lions it's lions on the uh the lions how, yeah how white, cliche a white field with a golden lion um and like it's uh, like a top left and the bottom right and then top right and bottom left are is a white field with uh three red diamonds so not nothing wolf there yeah yeah mm. but it's all right i mean oh obviously a lot of gerald's symbolism is from the school of the wolf he's the white wolf because he has white hair and he's from the school of the wolf like specifically um but yeah so uh we we know ryan's from the show uh bad bad mage bad guy we don't like him yeah um fire as ever. our as our javid assisted in the uh attack on uh care morin in in the witcher one that's the end, beginning of the game that's yeah. like how the game starts ow don't punch your desk <laughs> with your elbow <laughs> i didn't mean to <laughs> he got real mad at his desk for a moment for some uh, reason apparently yeah so yeah just so, some of the people there um and then uh just a a moving on because this isn't actually listed here in the as far as um video game slash book canon um was 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 the name that we mentioned before uh Stregobor. yeah it, it wasn't actually right. mentioned in this list um why is that so i i believe that is a uh, that's just because we don't actually get like anything to prove that as far as the books go um but they decided to make him a much more prominent character in the tv show mm. uh and so um they put him as one of the 
uh, I'm assuming he's a teacher. Um, it looks like he's teaching a class. Yeah, in he's in episode. front of a class in the episode where Istrid comes in and argues with him. Yep. Um, yeah. Which I don't think I would want him as my teacher because of how many logical fallacies he used in that argument. Um, I was just like, nah. I don't <laughs> no, think I would buddy. learn great things. For, he's, <laughs> it, plus the fact that he's just like a complete racist against elves. Total ass. Total. Yeah. Like the whole Awful. ass. Like an entire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We'll call him a rector because yeah. he's definitely an ass. Yeah. A rector. Yeah. The entire, all of the ass parts, mm-hmm. the whole and yep. everything else. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. Um, and, speaking of the, the 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 netflix series um we don't really see a whole lot of it um with generally i think we in season one we probably see like an office um as far as like whenever striker board's talking to Istrid about yennefer's uh elf nature um i assume that's at bannard and they're just speaking in like his office or something it seems um, which, yeah it seems like that's all connected uh, and then, of course, we see him in season two. He's teaching a class uh, that's also at Bannard, I'm assuming. Um, and uh, so I'm not sure exactly how much else we'll see, um, if anything at all. Aratus is definitely the more prominent, like, magical school as far as, like, the timeline goes. Um, we have much more significant events to happen at Aratusa, uh still. So maybe we'll maybe we'll see in season three. Maybe who knows? Not sure. Yeah. Um, well, they're definitely not giving up on the whole uh, political storyline, the involvement of the you know the mages and the political leaders. That in fact, in fact, if anything, the inclusion of some of the different rulers from the kingdoms being actually cast and showing up in season two, along with a little bit more of the behind the scenes stuff going on with the mages kind of running things leads me to believe that that's going to continue to be a bigger part of the show i think what they're trying to do is really fill the hole that game of thrones left with a certain level of political intrigue along with the whole you know fighting monsters and and that side of things which but it does it it does like adhere to general like story of the witcher like politics are a big aspect of it like right i mean even in just like the witcher 3 you're like plotting political assassinations right like right. that the, like politics has always been and probably will always be a, a part of the the witcher title and what comes along with it right so. and, and, and to my point even more so than us getting say yennefer's perspective on things like sh- she's not the only perspective point of view character that we get that stuff from like in season two we had to being a point of view character behind the scenes dealing and with we'll get that more stuff. of that yeah. with because we see that she's the one talking to all of the 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 northern kingdoms kings and queens about so right or istrid being a point of view character in the scene with stregobor you know like mm-hmm. that a lot of a lot of these parts are being played out in beyond just us seeing the perspective of the main three characters so mm-hmm. yeah i think we'll continue to see more of that mm-hmm. cool so, stuff man um anything else before we wrap this episode up uh, on the topic or no no, no? I, I think i think we're good uh i'm going i i i've decided i've decided a thing yeah what is that 
I've decided that I didn't, I, I have not had my fill of talking terribly about Stregobor. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> That's, this is the thing you decided. So are yes. we talking more about him next week? Is that where we're going with this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, <right>. we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay so next week's episode all about how terrible stregobor is yep sweet that's mm-hmm. that's awesome sounds cool you got anything else going on yeah i know you've been doing some other things on the side um got uh twitter which lorecast like usual um uh i still i'm not entirely sure where they are at their post because i think they're doing every other week episodes now i can't the fumbling um, the fumbling as crew? far as the yeah as, as far as the cyberpunk podcast uh but it 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 season two will be dropping soonish some point so cool. keep an eye out on that if you want to hear me uh be uh that's like I, I think i was like a six foot nine <laughs> six foot seven hawaiian woman that was wow <laughs> so that's really decided. tall i was like are hawaiian, you know what? Are hawaiian people tall and i don't think they're tall in general right they're kind of Look, pacific islanders so they're probably don't matter probably like the average pacific islander woman's probably about what five foot four five no, foot five she ain't like average she's well above average for sure yeah though. Yeah, it may have something to do with uh, how much cyber leg she has because both of her legs are cyber legs. Um, but and she got an uh, upgrade. She got like stilts. But no, uh, she just got her legs blown off. It had to replace them. <laughs> it was like, yeah, just make me a little bit taller. Maybe she already had to be pretty tall, though. I, I, I gotta admit. Um, and uh, I guess keep an eye out. I will. I will be. Uh, uh, just, uh, if if she doesn't yell at me, I guess that's the question. What? Who? What? What are we gonna? Where are you going? With can, am I allowed to say Jen? Or are you gonna yell at me? That's the question. You're doing something. Doing something. You're doing a thing. With Genesis from two girls. Thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm, all right. Doing a thing. Well, we'll find out. Maybe she'll chime in. I, I think she might still be in chat. Um. Well, cool, man. I've got my stuff. All of, all the stuff over at robotsradio.net. All my other shows. All the different lore casts that I do. Uh, two girls, one ship. That's, she says, "Go for it." She said, "Go for it." Okay. So, so if you're if you've been around for a while, uh, back back in the days whenever I was I was just just but a a quaint cyberpunk lore cast patron. <laughs> Uh, you know that I have a certain preference for a particular romance in cyberpunk and I will be huh. joining the two girls on ship to talk about said romance. Oh, this is the uh, Judy episode, eh? The Judy episode, oh, May 20th. All right. All right. So, so if you want to hear me talk about Judy, then there you go. Look out for May 20th. Awesome. Well, cool, man. Sounds cool. Um, I already talked about my stuff. We'd love for you guys to come join us during the live show as a lot of these uh, people are chiming in while we talk about this stuff. It's always fun to see the chat happening. This show is live on Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific over on the Robots Radio channels. So Robots Radio on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. Come join us. Um, 
And, uh, you know, we've got all the other stuff going on over at robotsradio.net. So if you're starting a new show, want to start a podcast, want to join us and learn how to do that, being part of the Rocket Club, there's always that. And there's lots of other shows there as well that you can check out. Uh, so, yeah. And possibly not next week. There might be a weird schedule depending. I have to work an overnight shift and mm. that like yeah. leads into Monday. So if if the episode's a little late next week uh it's because i was really tired <laughs> yeah well, we might have, to, might have to do this on a different night of the week or whenever but we'll figure yeah, it out so. so don't worry um cool man mm-hmm. well this has been fun thanks for being here everybody and um until next time stay safe on the path all right we'll see you guys later oh Thanks for tuning in to the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.